Hi, I'm Dennis, and welcome back one more time to the Serious Shift Blogcast. Today, I'm in Detroit. I've been coming to Detroit for a really long time, and I'm going to tell you something here. I'm recording this in September of 2019. It's beautiful to see downtown Detroit on, if you know what I mean. Clearly, there is a resurgence here. It is such a beautiful place, and the people are fantastic, and I'm delighted to be back. Um, Today's blog is going to touch on a couple of things. It's going to touch on, it's primarily about how to think creatively. What inspired the blog was a question yesterday that I've had a thousand times, which is where do you come up with these ideas? But I'm also going to touch on a couple of common themes here. One of them is shunning the non-believers. <laughs> okay, so there's shun the non-believers, how to think creatively. So here it goes. Yesterday I was speaking, and you know when I say you got to shun the non-believers? Shun them. Just just ignore them. Okay. When I'm speaking, the whole room isn't necessarily agreeing with me. Okay? Sometimes there's a couple of people that not only want me to know I don't agree with you, they want me to know I don't like you. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll get a look. There's body motions, gestures like that, like this, okay? I don't take it personally because... I am, after all, standing in a room of people who have established businesses and I'm telling them there's a better way or a new way. And depending on where they're at in their career, it might be essential that they listen to me. So I'm very, very empathetic about how um, potentially unnerving and unsettling my message could be to somebody. Okay, I really am careful about it. The last thing I want somebody to... You know, there's what I say and what they hear. And the last thing I want them to hear here is you're wrong and you're doing it wrong. And if you started again today, you wouldn't make it. And some people would hear that. So I'm very, very careful about what I say. So on one hand, you know, there's the people that disagree. I shun them. Okay, they're not ready yet. My work is not for them and I can accept that. Now, conversely, there's always people in the room that write down every single thing I say and what for 20 some years they get most excited about are the ideas for things they can do because creative thinking is in very short supply sometimes um, particularly in the knowledge for profit business and if you're new to the blog um, a lot of my clients are financial advisors a big part of my audience is the financial services industry although you know we have shoe store owners and graphic designers and engineers and professors and all kinds of people who follow along primarily my audience started as financial advisors and in the financial services industry I don't want to paint with too broad of a brush here but you know creativity outside of the box thinking can some can sometimes not always but sometimes be a little challenging okay so let's just get right to this idea of so how do you think creative and like here's my question to you is I want you to listen to these four um, suggestions on how you can think more creatively and I guess the question is are you doing any of these things and where does your creative where do your creative ideas come from okay and I'm gonna tell you well let me actually let me tell you what Steve Jobs said about it so listen to this great quote this is Steve Jobs he said creativity is just connecting things fair enough he says when you ask uh, creative people how they did something they feel a little guilty because they didn't really do it they just saw something it seemed obvious to them after a while and that's because they were able to connect experiences they've had and synthesize new things. Okay? Fair enough. That's what Steve Jobs said, and he was right. So, 
as far as Dennis, you know, yesterday, where do you get these ideas? You must have, you know, do people email them? Do you think them up? And I said, well, it's a little bit of both. Sometimes I borrow them from other places and sometimes I borrow half an idea and create a new one. But I was honest. I said, I don't have very many good ideas in June or May. At the end of my speaking tour, um, I'm very much, you know, on a track almost. And also just practically speaking, I'm busy and I'm a little tired. I'm, May, June is the end of my speaking tour. Where all of my inspiration and new ideas come from is in the summertime, which if you follow the blog all the time, you know I take the summer off and go up to the lake and, and decompress. So my suggestions um, to help you start thinking more creatively are number one is to expose yourself to more stuff, okay, this is a technical term, more stuff that's way outside of your comfort zone. Okay, I mean this can be this can be entertainment. This can be fun. It doesn't. You it can be anything. It can be a restaurant you never go to. It doesn't matter. But if you're stuck creatively, just think about it. it. Means you're not stimulated enough. You're not seeing new things that are firing your brain and letting you causing you to have new ideas and make new connections. So if you're feeling sluggish, if you're feeling like I don't have, I I wouldn't know a good idea if it you know hit me on the head, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Go start exposing yourself to new stuff, new books, new programs, new places. Change the way you walk to work. Change the way you drive to work. Okay? Change anything. Make it new. Your buddy keeps saying we should go on a camping trip. Go. <laughs> Expose yourself to stuff that's way outside your comfort zone. You just have to trust me. Do it. Here's number two. And I, I would like to think that I've started 10,000 of these now. Start a blog. Nobody has to read your blog doesn't matter. The audience that you have people reading the blog is not important right now. What's important is that you're writing a blog every single day. Okay? What's important is you're sitting down quietly with yourself and you're writing 500 words on, let's just stick to your job, on your job. And because so many of my um, audience are financial advisors, there's this idea you have about the purpose of your work. That's what you blog about. Okay? I've been blogging about the experience economy and the financial service industry for absolute years. Can, every single day, that means that every day I'm blocking out the world and I'm thinking very specifically about this one subject, the experience economy. It keeps me thinking about it, it keeps me smart, and it keeps me on. Trust me, write the blog, it's really good. Trust me, nobody has to read it. Put up a WordPress blog, they're free. Um, make the address your, your zip code. Nobody will ever find it. Don't worry, you won't be exposed. But just let's just say that your whole idea behind, you know, whatever this special idea, the purpose of your work, who your work helps people become, blog on that. Think on that very deeply. It's critically important. I think about the experience economy. I think about humans and human connection. I think about the financial services industry and our responsibility to guide people to better transformations and I don't think about it casually, I think about it all the time. Number three, spend a lot of time alone and quietly. Okay, um, Road trips work really, really well and so does scheduling time throughout the year for creative retreats. Quick question for you right now, have you ever done that? <laughs> have you ever done it? Do you ever find that when you get in the car and you drive, you know, a couple or a few hours on a road trip or a weekend to go home and see your mom or whatever it might be, that you just have this 
incredible drive and everything straightens itself out. Okay, it's not magic. It's called, now keep in mind I live in Canada and everything's hours apart. It's called hours in the car. It's called hours alone with your brain. And maybe you're listening to the radio. And there's a thought in there. You go, oh, that's interesting. That's like this. And because you have no place to go, you, you got to just keep driving your car for 45 minutes. You can roll that thought around. I love a good road trip. Um, Tom and I get together twice a year specifically to discuss uh, what we can do with our business that's creative to make it a little bit better. Okay, That's not counting the times I see him at workshops, etc. Um, and the other thing that we do is we often schedule a call on Friday afternoons that are little um, just brainstorming sessions. That's all. We call them blue sky meetings. So it's like we kind of keep track of these little ideas we have. We don't interrupt each other with them during the week. We'll just throw them on the agenda for what we call our blue sky meeting. And when we have the blue sky meeting, that's where we talk about all the different things that we can maybe do. Okay. Um, and anything goes on those blue sky calls. Now, this leads me to number four. Okay. Brainstorming, which is what you could call our blue sky meetings. There's rules to them. So you get your team together. For us, it's that Friday afternoon. It's a brainstorm. 45 minutes to an hour. The only rule is there are no bad ideas. Okay. We call, Tom and I call this part of our um, creative process thrashing. Okay. We're just thrashing out ideas. We've been working on two big projects that I've been keeping secret and I've got a big mouth. So it's incredible. <laughs> I haven't told everybody about it. We're working on two big projects, and both of those big projects started from Friday afternoon blue sky meetings. Um, and let's say we had 100 ideas. They're all great ideas on Friday. It's when you revisit them and say, wait a second, this idea's got some legs. Like, this could go someplace. The, the other ideas, that's when we look and go, this, this idea was fun on Friday, but this is the stupidest idea I've ever heard. We could never do this. I don't want to do that. This makes no sense to our business. What I'm saying is there comes a time to, to blow the whistle on your own idea and say, this isn't going anywhere. But it's not in the brainstorming session. In the brainstorming session, every single person has to be able to share freely and without concern of looking foolish or losing credibility. Okay, You just got to let it out. I'm always aware of that. Tom and I have big personalities. Um, so we want to make sure that you know folks can come to us and share ideas that might be nuts. I've said this for 10,000 years. My greatest ideas come after a whole bunch of lousy ones, and Tom is the most patient business partner on earth. He'll he'll let he's willing to sit through five thousand lousy ideas, and I I share each one of them with with incredible enthusiasm. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I love a lot of bad ideas. Okay, I think that's about it. <clears throat> that's it. I'm here in Detroit. Life is good. I'm getting my road legs back on and I'm learning how to sleep again on the road. So here we are. We're moving through September. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. Do some creative thinking. Take care of yourself. Drink a lot of water. Go to bed early at night <laughs> and all that good stuff of owning a business. Thanks so much always for tuning in and for sharing the blog. It means a lot. I'll see you again soon. Take care.